insanely fucked up. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Yaga Rambles. It's how we all doing? Uh, don't go too crazy with your credit cards, folks, on the old uh, interwebs today. Cyber Monday. Actually, you know, my jackass went out on Friday because I needed a couple things from the store not to buy because it was Black Friday, but because I just needed some things. And of course, it was busy, but not as busy as I've witnessed and been to in the past, you know. I think, you know, the internet does that to people, that they try to convince you that all everything's online now. And uh, retail stores are suffering. They, they really want that. They want like two stores. They want like one giant grocery store and one Walmart or everything all in one spot. And then they want you to buy from that and then also order online. You know, Amazon and Dove, get it same day, maybe next day. Anyway, did you enjoy that? Did you enjoy having things dealing with your family? <laughs> I did, man. We had a good time. Had a good time with uh, my folks and... My grandpa, he's 89. He will be 90, 90 years old soon. God bless him, man. He's awesome. He had a rough year, too. A little health scare, but uh, he bounced back. My grandfather's a fighter, man. He ain't going down like that. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's, he looks healthier. He had to uh, do like, he had like a hernia surgery, something with his intestines earlier, and he looked, you know, pretty rough. And then in the summer, it wasn't looking good. And these last few months, man, he just, he bounced back. And uh, he's doing great. He gained, you know, gained weight back. He's walking around. He's telling stories. He had a lot of energy on Thanksgiving. So, yeah, I'm grateful I get to witness that because, you know, growing up and going over to my grandpa's house and grandma's house was just fucking, it was, it was awesome. You know, that's where you, that was the place to be as a kid, you know. And you don't think about it until you become older how awesome that was as a child to have grandma and grandpa's house and the love and the good things. And I had a a bunch of cousins and aunts and uncles and on my mom's side. Take that for granted. And then one day, you know, grandma dies, everybody's growing up, everybody gets their own family, starts, you know, doing their own traditions. But, you know, to have it as big as it was for so many years was fucking awesome. And, uh, you know, like half the family was there because, again, it was kind of a last-minute deal. But I definitely had to go because... I don't know if, you know, my grandfather will make it another Thanksgiving. I mean, 90's pretty awesome. <laughs> you know? Hey, but he's not done, man. He's not one of those, uh, he's not one of those guys who's 89, 90's just all decrepit and, you know, can barely move. No, he fucking, that man was swinging a golf club at the beginning of the year. That shows you his kind of, uh, his character. Yeah. So, man's tough. He's got a mind and heart that, you know, can't be matched, so... Ah, man, as far as uh, buying stuff, who cares? I was talking to some people today and listening to them talk, and they were saying how, you know, the older they get, they wanted to, you know, achieve a certain point, and then now they're, like, trying to get rid of stuff. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird how we, you know, we strive for stuff, you know, get up, get a place to live, get a house, get a car, blah, blah, blah. And you get a bunch of stuff. Look at my fancy thing. And you're like, okay. And then you get it. And then after a decade or so goes by, you're just like, I got crap that is just sitting in boxes accumulating dust. And it's annoying. And I don't want to haul it. And I don't want to, you know. So you start getting rid of stuff. I'm an out of sight, out of mind, out of sight kind of guy. Meaning, 
I don't give a shit about it until I see it again. You know what I mean? Like, my mom is one of those people who hold, you know, she's an organized hoarder. And uh, the other day I went to the house and she she showed me something I made in kindergarten. She's like, do you want it? I'm like, no, I don't fucking want it. <laughs> like, why? It's for you. I mean, like, I was five. I don't even remember making it. I'm like, just just scribbles on a scrap paper. But I mean... The idea of holding on to it for a long time, it's its really beautiful if you think about it. Like that, something I made, you know, 30 years ago. And, uh, you know, she, it still looks like it was made yesterday because my mom's one of those preserver types. You know, she takes care of stuff. Like my mom, as, as much as she hoards stuff, she takes care of it. Like even if it's a piece of junk, like it, it'll last 30 years without a scratch, you know? And that's actually a pretty good trait in the mid to long term game, you know. Most people are like, get rid of stuff, be a minimalist. No, thank you. I think that's weird. But at the same time, essentials are probably the way to go. Like, you don't need a lot of stuff. You just got to be honest with yourself why you have the stuff, you know. If you're doing it for the stupid reasons, like, you know, like I used to do to compare. You know, my friend got a car. I better get a car too. Like, that's fucking stupid. And don't do that. One, you're going to waste money on things that you don't want. Two, you're going to waste a lot of energy on worry and comparison. And it's just not worth it. But if you're buying this stuff because for whatever reason, it's you bring joy. But, you know, later on, you're like, all right, more. Because that's that's the funny thing. A uh, person was talking about buying a new car today. And then they're like, well, now I got to go look at buying an, a guitar. And I'm like... It's never-ending, you know? You buy this new thing that you got your mind or heart set on, or and then you finally get it, and you're like, oh, and, you know, it's nice for a little bit, and then you're like, okay, what's next? <laughs> That's what I do. I get whatever it is that I'm trying to, uh, you know, what I've been striving for, and I get it, and I enjoy it for a brief period, but then it's just on to the next inanimate object or something like that. So, you know, it's... It's never ending. So you got to ask yourself, how much of that stuff do you really need? And how much of it is just a want? And can you live without it? Quite answer those questions is usually, it's all wants. You don't need any of that stuff. Food, water, shelter, you're good. You know, you don't need an, a seventh guitar. You know, you're not Jimi fucking Hendrix. I have my original guitar. You know, I thought that too. When I was younger and I used to, I used to practice guitar a lot, I was a lot better. Now I'm just rusty as hell, I don't play as much. But when I started playing 20 years ago, I, I uh, you know, I got my first guitar. And then I've had a few guitars throughout the years, you know. But my first guitar is still there, man. Beat up, it's been in bands, it's been on, on stage and shows. It's it's rough. It means 20 years, <laughs> 20 years of playing and just, it, it's rough. But it's my first guitar. Like, I'll never get rid of it, no matter what. I got rid of all the other ones. I had I've had really nice guitars, taken them back, sold them, whatever. I won't get rid of the first guitar. There's something about that, you know. I learned to play on that thing, and uh, I still pick it up. That's still it, it's still strumming away. So, you know, there's history with that. There's a story behind that. There is, uh, you know, they're just not, just legendary things, you know, for me, and I think. That's the thing when people, people who preserve uh, inanimate objects or stuff, you know, there's stories behind it, you know, like my first guitar. I mean, I remember 
that had to be used in my band for a little bit, you know, just to, as a spare guitar because the guitarist didn't have it. So we just, you know, here you go, use that one. And, and I didn't care because it was about the band. <laughs> Anything for the music. <laughs> and uh, so um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, memories and just good stuff that is attached to it. So I can't get rid of that. I mean, that would be... Even if I bought a brand new guitar, like, you, what do you want, this piece of shit? I'm like, I can't do it, man. You know, I just can't let go of it. Well, why, Matt? You should let go of your past. I'm like, this isn't my past. This is life. You know? This isn't one of those things that I picked up and it's like, oh, I'll just discard it later in life. It's like, no. That's one of those skills that you constantly work on as long as you want to work on it, you know? Woodworkers spend their whole life mastering their craft. Guitar players always play. Musicians always play. You know, whatever it is, you have to spend your life honing in on that particular skill. Singers, whatever. Um, you know, whatever it is. Whatever it is you do. And, uh, you know, it's not one of those things like, well, maybe I should just get rid of this now. It's like, no, man, I committed to that 20 years ago, and I love it, and I won't. I always wanted a guitar. Even when I was a kid, I was obsessed with playing guitar. I was like five years old. I used to watch Back to the Future, and uh, I used to put my blocks. I had these little connecting blocks. I, I turned them into a guitar. And I pretended I was playing because of watching Michael J. Fox play Johnny Be Good in Back to the Future. Inspired, ugh, inspired. Uh, opted me to, uh, you know, play air guitar, and then eventually, as the years rolled on, I finally did. So. You never know where that stuff comes from. You know, I guess it depends on what you're exposed to as a kid and this and that and the other thing, but I will not get rid of that. You know, I get rid of a lot of other stuff. You know, I've got, I've collected a lot of fucking collectibles over the years. And I tell you, once I moved, I realized how nice it is to not have so much clutter. Like I want stuff, but I don't want it. I want it neat, but not cluttery. You know what I mean? But then again, I don't need any of this shit. <laughs> you know, the computer and microphone, I got a basic little blue snowball, blue mic. It's perfect. It's all I need. Oh, why don't you get a nice mixer? I'm like, this is as far as I'm willing to go for the last five years. I'm not going to invest any more money. You know, it's, it does the trick. You hear my voice. You hear the things I've done in videos. It's all. It doesn't need to be any better than this, you know? But, uh... Man, yeah, Thanksgiving was fun. It was a long, fun time, and I love seeing family and getting to talk to people and just being present and see what's going on in life. And, you know, when you get to know individuals, you really can see where they've come from their whole life, you know. If you judge people on the surface or just by a little bit, you know, you don't, you don't get to know the whole person. But sometimes there's a beauty in that, right? Sometimes I don't like to get to know people on a deeper level because... How they come off and how they are in front of me, I like that person. That's how, that's that's what, that's what a reputation is, right? You know, reputation is how people know you, and then your character is who you are. And reputation, people know you either based on what people say about you, or based on your behaviors and actions, and then they just interpret their view of you. You know, if you're always kind and loving, people are just going to see the always kind and loving part. But you know, if you get to know somebody, you start to hear a little bit more about their history and you know, where they fucked up and all this other thing, and then you're like, and it's up to you. Uh, see me, I, I appreciate the honesty, but there's also a part of me that's like, yeah, I just kind of want to keep you at level one or two. You know, one or two is good. If we don't need to go to level nine, we're good. Just keep it at one or two. You know, 
It's like I don't need to get to know the cashier at Walmart. You know, it's like when I go to um, I go to a, you know a couple grocery stores and like the dollar store all the time, and I I go in there so damn much that you know of course the people that work there know me by name. And uh, so that's those relationships, right? Those relationships are that. They just know me as the guy who comes in and buys stuff. And uh, I'm always polite and nice and courteous and say hello and, you know, maybe chit-chat for a minute or two. And then I'm on my, you know, I'm on my way, you know, but they don't know the, you know, the thoughts that are going through my head at any given second. You know, that's for this podcast. (laughs) And if they wanted to know, I guess they could just listen because it's out there in the open for the world to hear. So, hey, whatever. But I, I feel like there are those different levels of people, right? Oh, the dog wants in, of course. Come on, Tigger. Come on, bud. And, you know... <laughs> you know, there used to be a cat that messed up the podcast. Now it's the dog. Speaking of which, I put my cat down a couple weeks ago. Sad day in my life. I'm not gonna lie. It was it was rough, man. He was a buddy of mine and a friend, and uh, but it is what it is. Now I've got this uh, the lady's dogs that I've inherited, and uh, whether I like it or not, they're my new pets. So <laughs> here we go. Uh, the fuck was I talking about? Well, let's segue into keeping an open mind. You know, I picked up. Uh, I was at the bookstore today, and I found. An old version copy of The Way of Zen by Alan Watts. And if you don't know who Alan Watts is, you're, you just need to do something with yourself. But, um, yeah, I, I, uh, about five years ago, I started to just expand my mind into what I knew. Because what I knew and what, how I was acting in life wasn't working for me. So I needed to try some other stuff that made sense. And I started listening and reading uh, things by Alan Watts. And uh, what he was was a... Uh, he was like a Western philosopher who brought Eastern philosophy to the Western world, you know, like a lot of Zen Buddhism, stuff like that. And he's real big back. He wrote a bunch of books in the 50s and 60s and like uh, The Wisdom of Insecurity, The Way of Zen that I just picked up. He's got a bunch of books, like 20 some books. And uh, but he's got an interesting view on the world and his experiences and stuff and where he comes from and how to his perception of life is quite, you know, I, I can relate because that's. A lot of stuff he talks about, I clung to because I just kind of view the world a lot in that way. But um, it it helped me open my mind to like new ideas and uh, other things today and just kind of admit to myself that I don't fucking know what the hell I'm talking about a lot of the time. Which, well, isn't true. I, I I don't talk about things I don't know about, but I will definitely talk extensively about things I'm well versed in, you know, and keep it. Uh, and if I don't know something, I'll happily admit that I have no idea what I'm, you know, what's going on. But uh, I opened up my mind about five years ago, and let me tell you something, folks. If you think you're open-minded, you're not. <laughs> like that statement right there, like I'm an open-minded person. If you have to say that, you're not an open-minded person. You're very closed-minded. Um, <laughs> Because an open-minded person wouldn't have to state that they are. They're just, okay, willing to hear stuff out. And, you know, I, I used to think I was willing to hear stuff out, but in reality, I just like to wait to hear the thing and then shoot it down because I held it in contempt prior to investigation. And so for me, the struggle was uh, everything I ever heard, the first time I heard it, 
I thought was stupid. <laughs> it was stupid because I didn't understand it. I couldn't uh, understand the concepts or apply it to my life at that exact point in time. But the more I listened and the more I applied and the more I practiced this stuff, it started to work wonders for me in my life. And uh, really deflated my ego, you know, to the point where, okay, uh, how much of this is Matt getting in the way and, and how much of this uh, should I just let go? So it's wonderful. Uh, I try to keep an open mind. Uh, I, that's why I'm just, I'm honest about it. I honest, I'm honest about how I live life, how I speak and, and have a willingness to learn new things. That's why I, got, I went to the bookstore, found a couple new books. And uh, I keep trying to expand that knowledge as much as possible as, and also keep my creative ends flowing with the podcast here. Yes, sir, Bob. We've got the podcast, and uh, everybody who's listening, I do appreciate you. And uh, sometimes we talk funny, sometimes we talk serious, but uh, uh, don't take yourself too seriously. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's, I think, the biggest takeaway in the last five years is don't take yourself too seriously the mantra that I have adopted and uh, I know when to be serious but most of life you don't need to be super serious unless you unless absolutely necessary but like most things you have to figure out when to apply certain things in life and when to just let it go and in the last five years I have learned to let so much go like right now, doing this podcast, I had a, a slight urge to do it, but in the middle of doing it now, I don't want to do it because I'm just tired. I'd at work, like, uh, how long was I at work yesterday? At 10, 13 hours? So I'm just tired. Like, no matter how much caffeine I have today, it's not going to do the trick because I'm just out of it. But I can bitch moan and complain about that, or I just accept the situation, but I'm going to do it anyway. And like, are you tired, you little Sally? You're not going to do your podcast? Yeah, no, I just, uh, you know, the podcast is not consistent. It's the one thing in my life, my live streams I do every week. But the podcast I have to do because I feel the podcast is on the lighter note. You know, I'm not super serious in the podcast. The live streams are a little bit more intense. Because I feel like it all depends on my mood of the day. Do I want to be intense? Do I just want to be calm, down to earth? Or do I just want to go? But everything's honest, you know. It's like right now... I, I honestly don't, uh, I got nothing much to talk about. Put the Christmas tree up. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those guys. Day after Thanksgiving, I was in the tree lot. Me and the lady picked it out. And a uh, nice little tree. Fresh, yeah, real tree. I don't fuck around, you know, with that fake plastic. You know, like, take out screws and build it every year. Screw that. I threw it right in the back seat. <laughs> threw it in the back seat of the car. It was small enough. Just had a little... Little top sticking out the window. <laughs> but man, you got pine needles everywhere. I'm like, yeah, that's what a vacuum's for. It's fine. Car's 12 years old. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and if it was new, I'd be like, ah, we better put some plastic down, you know? <laughs> got a 12 year old Saturn. Do you think I care? I don't. It's pine needles. It smells fresh anyway. Don't need one of those pine air fresheners. I threw a real tree in the back seat. That's that smell. You sit in my car, you're like, what does that smell? It smells like fresh pine tree. I'm like, that's because it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we put up the tree on Friday. Got some lights on it. Uh, picked out a bunch of ornaments. Got them up. Looked nice. Looks good. 
You know, I like that whole pagan ritual of the Christmas tree. <clears throat> Whatever. I can ruin things. You know, that's, that's one thing I've, I've noticed about um, my life is that when you choose the path of honesty and truth, there's no going back. And it kind of ruins certain things for you that once used to be fun. Yeah, you know, that's why, again, I always say this, but, you know, the, the whole saying, uh, ignorance is bliss, totally. I understand that. And uh, it's true, because once you go past that level of ignorance and, you, and you, know, you take off the veil and you see it for what it is, you can't put it back once you see what you saw, you know? See what you saw? What you've seen? See? I, I can't speak words. And when I can't speak words... That means we should wrap it up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, learn as much as you can. You know, these are like suggestions of life. I try to learn something new all the time because if I think I know everything, I'm in trouble. Now, there's so much information out there, so many perspectives, so many ways that can lead you to a better way of life. That's why I picked up a couple books. You know, um, Get back into the old reading game, which this time of year is perfect because the next three, four months here sucks. It's gonna be cold and snowy. It's like, well, what else am I gonna be doing? You know, I can't be enjoying the uh, the outside. So I find it a good time to meditate and to ground myself in um, some good reading material. But I am also expanding on uh, what I'm reading too. I started reading Paradise Lost, which is you know the classic John Milton book, and it's a hard read, but I want to get through the whole thing. Uh, that's a that's a goal for me by the end of this winter. Is I want to read it. You know, that's something you got to read in pieces. I don't think you can just fire through that. I, I like to. I don't. You know, I fired through four books back in the beginning of the year, like in March, in a, in a month, and it's like it was like impulsive, but at the same time, I got a lot out of it. But I like to revisit stuff so I can. You know, and these aren't just like books, like stories. This is actually, you know, like Alan Watts and some other books I read that helped me uh, just apply uh, life stuff, you know. And I'll tell you, man, it you got to go back and reread some stuff to be reminded, you know, just because you learned it once. You know, it's like, it's just like school. Think about, oh, like I did an English class. I'm like, yeah, but have you been really practicing your punctuation? Do you really remember Nouns, predicates, and adjectives, all that. Do you, or because I don't, I sucked then and I'm not any better now as time went on. I think I got worse. <laughs> I, I forget how to read sometimes. You know, it's like you gotta, it's practice. Everything in life is practice. You know, practice makes perfect, they say, but I think practice is just makes progress. <laughs> like you just have to constantly practice, practice, practice. The things, you know, to be better at them. And some things you'll know after a period of time if it's even worth investing any more time in, or you should just let it go, you know. At my age, 35, I know what I like and what I don't like. I don't need, like, new endeavors, but I know what I'm willing to try to do as far as creative-wise goes, you know, like, you know, like I'm doing the woodworking, uh, refinishing uh, furniture, stuff like that's fascinating to me. Now it's winter, so I can't really start projects, but I, I tell you, when it warms up, I know what I'm going to be doing. That. Because it's going to be fun. And I want to do it. So, <sighs> yeah, there's so much to learn, man. I have found the biggest success in life is to fill yourself 
with as much things as you want to do that actually you are willing and bring you joy and less of the things you don't and just say no to it. That's all you got to do. Somebody's like, do you want to go cross country marathon running? And you're not an athlete. No, I don't. But if you did, what would you like? All that is an ego trip, man. Like to say I ran across the country, that's my ego talking. I don't need it. I don't, I don't want it. There's nothing to me that, that would achieve other than saying that I did it, just like when I refinished tables. That's for me. Now, if you're doing that for yourself and it's 100% for yourself and that's your motivation behind it, great. But if you're looking for like the praise, like people to pat you on the back, suck your balls, I mean, go ahead. I mean, whatever you got to do, but I'm not going to be that person. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm just honest with myself, that's all. Don't lie to yourself, folks. Too, too, too short of a life to live in lies and dishonesty with yourself. Just always be honest with yourself and everything will be good. Um, yeah, so I'm going to get out of here now because I think I need some caffeine before work. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not going to make it. So, all right, everybody, remember, don't take yourself too seriously. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines.